Welcome to the Charlotte Shields Coaching Podcast. I have real answers from real spouses of how to uplevel your marriage, even if you've lost hope. You can be the spouse you want to be, and you'll feel appreciated, cared for, and desired again. Let's create your marriage miracle. It's simple, but not easy. Nothing worth having ever is. Stick around to learn what it takes to create the marriage you've always dreamed of. We celebrated our 27th wedding anniversary this past week. I didn't have any big plans because it's always such a busy time of year. We went out to eat and talked. And whenever this date rolls around yet another year, I celebrate it. If only in my mind, I can't help but be full of gratitude for the fact that I am still married. There was a time years ago when I didn't believe my marriage would make it. Staying married and being blessed to be so happy in my marriage is the greatest achievement I have accomplished in my mortal existence. I had a client this week and she asked me if I, if I still love my husband during the darkest time in my marriage and if he still loved me. I told her that I did love my husband, but I didn't want to stay married because I was so miserable. My husband says he did love me, but he didn't know how to fix our problems and didn't think fixing things was even possible. My marriage is better than it ever was, even in the very beginning. My husband and I still can't believe that our marriage being this good is possible. I asked my husband if he thought it was even better than in the beginning and why, and he said it was better and that what he thought made the biggest difference is that we understand each other so much better. I think the reason why it's so much better than it ever was for me is because I changed my mind and my heart around our most difficult issues. I slowly uncovered all the beliefs that were ruining my marriage because they created so many negative feelings. And I replaced them with thoughts that created understanding, compassion, and hope. I practiced those thoughts over and over and over again. It was a daily task that I stuck to for a full year. And now I continue to practice whenever issues come up. I also agree that doing this work to help me understand myself and my husband better. I think part of that reason is because my husband felt understood um, and that was because I was consciously trying to understand instead of to be understood. That was the turning point and continues to be really challenging work to do, but it's so worth it. And it makes a difference. One way to do it is to be a better listener. I chose a word at the beginning of this year. And my word for 2023 was to listen. My goal on my vision board was I am going to be a better listener in order to learn and as a way to express my love. I have worked on talking less and listening more this year. I'm a talker and I can't tell you how many times I've had conversations and realized I monopolized the conversation. I could have been a better listener. After the conversation, I recognize what's happened again and renew my goal to listen. There have been more instances of failure than success this year in this area, but I have improved because I still want to work on this. I'm going to keep listen as my word for 2024. I feel like as I keep it in the forefront of my mind, I will continue to improve. Some of my clients have a different problem. They almost are too good of listeners. And I think that their word should maybe be receive or even something like express desires or 
speak from their heart and be vulnerable more about what they actually need and want. So that's something I would consider if I were the opposite personality as I am and maybe come up with a word where you could work on being more of who you are. Because many times I see that those who are great listeners are also really good at being resentful and angry and bitter inside because they never express their desires or tell others what they need to receive in order to be happy and have their needs met. So do you have something you'd like to improve upon this coming year? Just thinking of one word to explain the attribute and writing it down is a great start. My vision board is the perfect place for me to remind myself of what I want and what I'm working towards daily. If I just wrote it down once and I didn't look at it, I would completely forget it within the first week. So I have two vision boards. One is my visions realized board. When I began, I had two things on it. I have 27 things that I have realized or that are much improved on my visions realized board. Now I love that. I always look at this board first to remind me how far I've come and to thank heavenly father for helping me get there. I feel gratitude for each blessing I've received. And I know everything I have and am comes from God for a few of my goals. I've been confused about whether I should leave them on my vision board as you know, what I need to work on or move them to my visions realized board. Many goals I've made progress on, but I'm not quite perfect and I never will be. So I'll never get to move them. Right. I actually got to move the listen goal to visions realized, even though I'm not done and I'm even not working on it this year. How did I decide? I've asked God in prayer about whether or not to move this goal. The answer I got was that I've done enough just because I move things to the visions realized board doesn't mean that I'm done with progressing or enlightenment in that area. There is progress even into the eternities. My patriarchal blessing says that I, that after I leave mortality, I will continue to serve others and further perfect my own life. This life here and now is not the end. Each of our lives continues into the next realm. We will have opportunities to further show our discipleship, to repent and forgive, to smooth the rough edges, to think celestial in every thought, to become more and more like the savior, much good will be done on the other side with the skills and knowledge that we have learned and mastered here. What I've learned from so many sources lately is the continual need for repentance and improvement. This requires acknowledging and being open to what we can change. This doesn't mean we need to be hard on ourselves and drag ourselves down. It's a very kindly approach. It's instructive and informative, and it's not meant to weigh us down. I found the very easiest way to implement daily repentance is to simply ask God where I could think differently about something in my life. It is the way to sanctification and purification. Procrastinating repentance just prolongs our suffering. So if I think of improving as just a way to receive more joy, peace, blessings, and glory in this life, instead of as a punishment from God, I feel motivated instead of disheartened in the areas that I can improve. One day this week, I was asking God where I could think differently. Something came to me that my sister had shared earlier in the week. She and I were both talking about the busyness of this Christmas season and how overwhelming it can be. 
And she told me that she was wrestling with this and had a prompting that came to her. And what she got was every interaction you have with anyone is an opportunity to be a direct disciple of Jesus Christ. People put in your life are blessings and not problems. I really love that word direct, a direct disciple of Jesus Christ. How can you directly impact the people in your life that you love and those that you don't know as well and consider them blessings, not problems? The spirit confirmed to me that same impression that she got, and I've adopted it this season. Each act of service, there's so much to do and and so much work to be done and hopefully a lot of fun. Um, it's going to feel more fun if I consider a blessing, not a problem and reward instead of a burden. As we strive to align our thoughts, feelings, words, and deeds with the spirit, which is the light of Christ, even to all. We exude his love, acceptance, and kindness. He can help us tap into the real reason of the season and create the memories we're all hoping to create. Wishing you all the best this season as you navigate the relationships in your family. I hope you'll seek and expect miracles, especially if things feel hopeless. Anything is possible. We'll talk to you next time, everybody.